0: and we had vowed to allow each other complete freedom to consort with whomever we chose. But we were so content with each other's company that this declaration of an open relationship had never been tested. As of that morning. The Willigan's butler opened the door. He was an Australian named Leon Medallion. He walked me toward the pool, asking if I'd like a drink. I glanced at my watch. Almost eleven-thirty, close enough. If the sun wasn't yet over the yardarm, it was shining on the poop deck. Leon headed to the bar, and I went out to Laverne Willigan. She was lounging at an umbrella table on the grass, her face shaded by a wide-brim planter's hat. It may not have been the world's smallest bikini she was wearing, but it wouldn't have provided a decent meal for a hungry moth. Hi, Archie. Pull up a chair. I moved a canvas sling to face her. You're looking positively crashing, Laverne, glorious tan. Leon arrived bearing my daiquiri on a silver salver. It was in a brandy snifter large enough to accommodate a hyacinth bulb. If I start singing, send me home. Aren't you drinking, Laverne? She picked up a glass as large as mine from the grass alongside her chair. Sure I am. Bloody Mary made with fresh horseradish. I like hot stuff. We raised glasses to each other and sipped. I became aware of activity in the Olympic-sized swimming pool behind me and turned to look. A young woman in a sleek black mayo was doing laps in a faultless crawl, brown arms flashing overhead, long legs moving from the hips in a perfect flutter kick, head turning smoothly in and out of the water in rhythm with her arm strokes. Who on earth is that? Laverne smiled. My sister, Margaret Trumbull? You can call her Meg if you like, but don't call her Maggie or she's liable to break your arm. She's staying with us. Right now she teaches aerobics in Pennsylvania. She thinks there are enough richniks here so she could do well as a personal trainer. I watched Miss Trumbull zip back and forth through the greenish water. She probably could. Seems like a very disciplined, determined young lady. Not so young. She's three years older than I am. It's still young to me, but I was born old. Anyway, it must be fun having your sister here for company. Yeah, it is. She took a gulp of her drink. It would be ungentlemanly to call Laverne's body, barely restrained by that minuscule bikini, vulgar, but there was something fulsome about her flesh. There was just so much of it. It was undeniably sunned to an apricot tan, and certainly well proportioned, but the very lavishness was daunting. Whipped cream on chocolate mousse. Laverne sat back, closing her eyes against the sun's glare. Listen, Archie, do you think you'll get Peaches back? I'm certainly going to try. Could you show me the ransom note you received? Harry's got it. He keeps it in the office. Laverne had worked for a year as receptionist in Harry Willigan's office. Then, Discovering the boss's son was happily married, had children, and lived in Denver, she had done the next best thing. She had married the boss. All right, I'll see him later. How much are the catnappers asking? She opened her eyes and stared at me. Fifty thousand! Golly, that's a lot of money for a cat. Harry will pay it if he has to. Sometimes I think he loves that stupid animal more than he loves me. I doubt that, but in truth I wasn't certain. When did Peaches disappear? Last Wednesday. Harry was at work, I was at the beauty parlor, and Ruby Jackson, she's our housekeeper and cook, had the day off. Only Leon and Julie Blessington were here. She's the maid. Where was your sister? Gone to town to look for a place to live. She wants her own apartment. Anyway, it was around one o'clock in the afternoon when Leon and Julie realized that Peaches was gone. They searched all over, but couldn't find her. Maybe she just wandered off or went hunting mice. Laverne shook her head. Sometimes she went into the screen patio to get some fresh air or sleep on the tiles, but she never went outside. So if Peaches was on the patio... And no one was around. Any wise guy could nip in, stuff her in a burlap sack, and lug her away. That's about it. Harry is fit to be tied. He screamed like a maniac at Leon and Julie, but it really wasn't their fault.